Thank you. I want to try to do a little run on stage like Blake does. Um, his legs are a little longer. I'm going to come up here in the dark so you can't see me. Um, good morning, like uh, Matt said. My name is Sailor Almer. Um, and I'm here today to share about my trip to Honduras. Um, first, excuse me, proper um, public speaking. Excuse me. It's just my keys in that pocket and wallet. It's okay. Um, so again, the biggest, smallest kid um, here. I'm trying to make you laugh a little bit, but also serious stuff. Um, I'm going to try to explain the trip as much as possible, um, but obviously... And I'm assuming you guys know that some things can only be explained um, by God. Uh, we went June 9th through June 16th. Um, June 9th was my one-year wedding anniversary, um, which the one-year anniversary, I believe, is a paper um, anniversary. So I made sure I got her a plane ticket. That was my anniversary gift for her. Um, so we went to um, Honduras, um, partnering with Sparrow Missions. Guys, Sparrow Missions is phenomenal. Um, the team, um, the ministry is so loving, so powerful, so in-depth, um, and so diverse. Um, their scripture is Luke 12, 6, Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies, yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Um, I'm going to go in-depth a little more about them later on, about their... Um, the diversity that they serve in all aspects. Um, but the Americans on team there, um, just completely skillful, completely, um, they are the hands and feet of God. Um, the Hondurians on staff there, the translators, always smiling, always helpful. The guys that have grown up in those communities um, can point the youth towards those guys because we know that they are following Christ. Um, can't say enough about Sparrow Missions, um, and hopefully by the end of my story, um, if you guys want to, um, obviously, get ready to go next year. Um, Dave Sullivan um, can help you with that. I'd be glad to help you with that. Um, I'm going to try to take Dave's spot here at the church to be the, the connector, the ambassador for Sparrow Missions, just because the trip meant so much um, for me, for my wife, um, and for our relationship. Um, obviously pray for them, um, go to their website, follow them on Facebook to support them, um, and, and supporting also, you can sponsor a kid. Um, I think it was October, um, the guy that's in charge of Sparrow Missing, Justin, he came here and he preached, did such a great job that my wife, she was like, yeah, let's get a kid. Um, so we did. And we got to meet him um, when we went down there last week. Um, his name is Harrison, um, and that absolutely made my wife's trip. Um, tears of joy, tears of happiness, um, but also tears for the injustice. Um, we were able to take him shoes, a soccer ball, some candy. Um, and the first thing he, as soon as we gave him that candy, the first thing he did was offer us a piece. He didn't try it first, he gave it to us, like, so I just showed us his heart, um, got to meet his mom and his little brother, um, and basically we're part of his family now. Um, 
one of the days afterwards, he brought us some mangoes. I'm not a mango fan, so I just put it in my book bag, and luckily I remember to take it out before I came to customs, because um, that might have been an issue. Um, so yeah, again, Sparrow Missions, phenomenal, life-changing. Um, meeting our sponsor kid, that was um, not a once-in-a-lifetime experience, because hopefully we'll get to do it again next year, so at least a twice-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Um, Coming to the trip, though, it was tough because, um, well, we want, we've, I've been wanting to go for several years. Um, but like I said, our one-year anniversary, we just got married last summer. So that would have been kind of, hey, babe, let's get married in our honeymoon. We're going to go get all stanky, you know. You know, it's, um, it was kind of hard. I was able to persuade it this year. Um, but actually, I mean, through, that was probably, like, this has probably been the season of most we've ever like the most we've ever prayed. Um, praying for the wisdom to go because we want to also start a family. Oh, the Zika virus. Um, so, like, we have to worry about that. Um, but I remember our living room one night. Katie's like, let's go. <clears throat> All right. Hold on. Like, you can't go back now. Um, so to get her to say that, like, I knew that, you know, we were finally at that place of peace and comfort, um, that God was in control, um, that we were supposed to go. Um, so yeah, that was, um, it, it, again, it was, I was telling somebody earlier, like the trip was amazing, but then you also felt bad because of the injustice, because there's kids without shoes on rocks, on glass, um, no plumbing, you know, like, I'm like, oh man, those people go down to the river and wash their clothes. Man, we have a washing machine. Like, we have a washing machine, we have clean, like they went, they walked a half a mile because that's where the cleanest water was. Um, so just things that just kept coming up, just, just kept breaking my heart. Um, one of the things that broke my heart the most was when we were at the hospital. Um, we went to the hospital twice. Um, that was actually the first place we went to. Um, and then we went a couple of days later. Um, and, and we did see answered prayers. Um, the women went to the maternity ward. Um, and the guys went upstairs um, to the kids' area, um, saw a little bit of everything, um, but it absolutely broke me. Um, we went room to room, praying for each kid, um, sharing our stories, asking questions. Obviously, we had a translator with us. Um, and the first one, the first day, um, very vivid. Um, the very last lady we talked to um, was a believer, and she mentioned Psalm 91. Um, so I'm going to read that to you guys real quick. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare. And from the deadly pestilence, he will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe it with your eyes. And see the punishment of the wicked. 
If you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Oh, gosh. Guys, I read that um, because the last lady that shared with us, she was in there with a four-and-a-half-month-old twin with the same issue that she had lost the other twin. Um, and she shared that with us. Um, again, it might have been one of those things you just had to be there. Um, but to hear her, you know, finding her comfort and strength in the Lord, knowing that she had lost a kid um, to the same issue that she's in there for the other kid now, um, that, was, that, that was the first day. Um, after We got in at midnight. That was in the morning before lunch. Um, so it... It, it, it set up for the rest of the week, like, whew, you better get ready. Um, so, yeah, that, um, that was tough. I mean, it still is. Um, some of the other things we were able to do, um, we led Bible studies with women. Well, the women led Bible studies with women. The guys led it with boys. The girls did it with girls. Um, we also went to a youth group that met for the second time ever um, that week, um, and that was in um, La Carosa, um, which we also, earlier that week, um, we went and, you guys ever seen Price is Right and the, the guy that yodels, the, yeah, that, the incline was, like, we were struggling with it, um, just ourselves with backpacks on, like, it was an incline, um, but this 80-year-old lady, her daughter, carries her up and down this mountain every day, um, because she can't walk anymore because she got hit by a car, and so, like, her hips messed up. So her daughter carries her up and down this hill every day. Um, and so we were trying to add steps. We were trying to make it more manageable. Um, I guess it helped, but, again, it, it, it was still pretty steep. Um, we went to Asilo, which is a nursing home, and just loved on the elderly. Um, just had fun, danced around. Um, and basically this is... Supposedly where a lot of families bring their parents, drop them off, and then never see them again. Um, it's a little heartbreaking. So, again, just loving on them, um, showing them Christ. Um, in each of these locations, we, uh, somebody shared their testimony, and we also worked through Mark uh, 5, 21 through 43, um, where it talks about the lady that was bleeding for 12 years. Um, so it talked about suffering, and also one of the synagogue leaders whose um, daughter was dying or dead. Um, so really try to relate that to each of our stories. Um, we went to Vida, which is a men's recovery center, um, which is very powerful because um, they, they know that they need the Lord. They know that's the only way possible of getting clean. Um, so they made sure they reached out to us, um, you know, prayers out like, God wants me to talk to you. Um, so it was very, very moving in that aspect. Um, went to Sparrow Academy, which, again, if you sponsor a kid, that's where they'd be coming from. Um, and those kids come from Los Bordos, which is a community um, where we were able really to love on the kids. 
Um, and um, a couple more quick stories. Um, one, Bobby, um, who went last year, and Lauren, who went last year. Um, there were a couple kids there that and it actually ended up being the last day that we were there that, that brought a necklace or bracelet to Lauren, I don't remember. And the other girl brought Bobby some sunglasses. And Bobby's like, man, those look like my sunglasses from last year. And she's like, yes. Um, so, like, these kids don't have much. Um, and some things that they do, they get stolen. But this girl kept these sunglasses for a whole year and then brought them back to Bobby. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. And then another funny story. This might be one of those you had to be there. Um, but we're out throwing the ball. David, David, David. David. Um, so David is Spanish for David. David wasn't throwing the ball. David, David, David. The little kids were saying that. And then one of them switches up and says, David, trying to think that that would work too. He still didn't throw the ball. But, um, and I say that to kind of leave you with this. Um, one of the nights, Justin, the leader of Sparrow, says, how many of you don't speak Spanish? Pretty much all of us raised our hand. And then he said, how, much, um, how many of you think you made a connection today? And pretty much every single one of us raised our hand. Um, so I'll leave you with that, basically, to just to show you um, of what God can do. Thank you. Thanks, man. That's good stuff, and I appreciate uh, you sharing. Uh, as only sailor could, only sailor could start a story at Christ Community by putting a piece of gum in his pocket. It was a mint. Okay, <laughs> thank goodness. Thank. I don't put it back in, please, please. Just leave it there. Um, hey, man. So I told you and Katie uh, when you guys came to me and said, "Man, we're going to Honduras," and I was like, "I told you from that moment, I, I was sinning." Because I was, I was jealous and envious of uh, the fact that you guys got to go on that trip together as a married couple. And um, I think it's a, an incredible opportunity for, your all, for your all's marriage. Uh, the one follow-up question I wanted to ask, you continued to, I, I kind of caught this theme throughout your story about how the Lord was teaching you about prayer. And so uh, teach me, help me learn what the Lord was teaching you about prayer. Because I think sometimes when the Lord teaches us something and we can share it with others in that moment that, that's fresh. It's really encouraging to the body. So what did the Lord teach you about prayer through that process? Um, well, it's funny because, you know, looking at the board, pray continually. First Thessalonians um, 5, 16 through 18 is one of my favorite verses. Um, you know, but do I always do it? Mm. Um, you know, or is it only at certain times? Um, so that, that praying continually really um, stood out. Came to life. Uh, you know, like, yeah, basically, like, let's stop everything right now and let's take care of this um, because the best thing that we can do. Um, because, again, you know, can't, can't give them everything, shouldn't give them everything down there, don't want to give them everything because once we're gone, then what? Yeah. Um, you know, prayer can go on and on and on and do more than anything that we ever could do. So, mm -hmm. yeah, no, that's good. That, that was the greatest gift that you could give them was prayer and uh, place them in the hands of the Father. Exactly. And that's so good. So, um, well, speaking of prayer, I want to pray for you and for Katie, uh, for the team that's going to go next year, because you're right, we're going to keep sending teams to our partners down there. Uh, and, um, and then I want to pray, too, for just our continued time of worship. I want to place us 
that are here gathered in this place, in this season, today. I want to place us in the hands of God uh, as we continue in our worship. So let's pray together. <sighs> Father, we thank you. We thank you that we find value in your eyes, uh, just like the sparrows, and even more so. And so, God, I'm so grateful that, that you have uh, given Sailor and Katie this opportunity to go to Honduras and uh, to see with your eyes some of the injustices of this world, and at the same time to place those injustices into your hands. And Father, we pray alongside of Sailor and Katie and those that went and and alongside those who live there and stay there, we pray, Father, that the name of Jesus would reign in that place. We pray that each child that we help to sponsor would, would not only have physical needs met and social needs met and educational needs met, but that their spiritual need for Jesus would become evident and real and, and pure in their lives. God, we thank you for Sailor's obedience and Katie's obedience to go, to serve, to be the hands and feet of Jesus in that place. We pray that as we worship this morning that you would continue to call us to yourself, that you would continue to give us eyes to see what you're doing in our lives and in the lives of those around us. Father, may our worship be pure and holy as we worship you in this place this morning. We pray in Jesus' name.